0: Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is September the 10th, and we are just four days away from finishing the book of Second Chronicles. So here we go, reading in the New International Version. Follow along if you can. Otherwise, let me read this over you, and in the end, I'll give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So here we go, Second Chronicles chapter 26. Then all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in place of his father Amaziah. He was the one who rebuilt Elath and restored it to Judah after Amaziah rested with his ancestors. Uzziah was sixteen years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem fifty-two years. His mother's name was Jechaliah. She was from Jerusalem, He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done. He sought God during the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. He went to war against the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gath, Jebneth, and Ashdod. He then rebuilt towns near Ashdod and elsewhere among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabs who lived in Gerbaal, and against the Muonites. The Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah, and his fame spread as far as the border of Egypt because he had become very powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the angle of the wall, and he fortified them. He also built towers in the wilderness and dug many cisterns because he had much livestock in the foothills and in the plain. He had people working his fields and vineyards in the hills and in the fertile lands, for he loved the soil. Uzziah had a well-trained army ready to go out by divisions according to their numbers, as mustered by Jael, the secretary, and Maasi, the officer, under the direction of Hananiah, one of the royal officials. The total number of family leaders over the fighting men was 2,600. Under their command was an army of 307,500 men trained for war, a powerful force to support the king against his enemies. Uzziah provided shields, spears, helmets, coats of armor, bows, and sling stones for the entire army. In Jerusalem, he made devices invented for use on the towers and on the corner defenses so that soldiers could shoot arrows and hurl large stones from the walls. His fame spread far and wide, for he was greatly helped until he became powerful. But after Uzziah became powerful, his pride led to his downfall. He was unfaithful to the Lord his God and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Azariah the priest, with eighty other courageous priests of the Lord, followed him in. They confronted King Uzziah and said, It is not right for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord. That is, for the priests, the descendants of Aaron, who have been consecrated to burn incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have been unfaithful, and you will not be honored by the Lord God. Uzziah, who had a censer in his hand ready to burn incense, became angry. While he was raging at the priests in their presence before the incense altar in the Lord's temple, leprosy broke out on his forehead. When Azariah, the chief priest, and all the other priests looked at him, they saw that he had leprosy on his forehead, so they hurried him out. Indeed, he himself was eager to leave because the Lord had afflicted him. King Uzziah had leprosy until the day he died. He lived in a separate house, leprous, and banned from the temple of the Lord. Jotham, his son, had charge of the palace and governed the people of the land. The other events of Uzziah's reign, from beginning to end, are recorded by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. Uzziah rested with his ancestors and was buried near them in a cemetery that belonged to the kings, for the people said, he had leprosy and Jotham his son succeeded him as king 2nd chronicles chapter 27 Jotham was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years his mother's name was Jerusha daughter of Zadok he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord just as his father Uzziah had done but unlike him he did not enter the temple of the Lord The people, however, continued their corrupt practices. Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord and did extensive work on the wall at the hill of Ophel. He built towns in the hill country of Judah and forts and towers in the wooded areas. Jotham waged war against the king of the Ammonites and conquered them. That year, the Ammonites paid him a hundred talents of silver, ten thousand cores of wheat, And ten thousand cores of barley. The Ammonites brought him the same amount also in the second and third years. Jotham grew powerful because he walked steadfastly before the Lord his God. The other events in Jotham's reign, including all his wars and the other things he did, are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was twenty five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. Jotham rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David, and Ahaz his son succeeded him as king. 2 Chronicles chapter 28 Ahaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. Unlike David his father, he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He followed the ways of the kings of Israel and also made idols for worshipping the Baals. He burned sacrifices in the valley of Ben-Hinnom and sacrificed his children in the fire, engaging in the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He offered sacrifices and burned incense at the high places, on the hilltops, and under every spreading tree. Therefore, the Lord his God delivered him into the hands of the king of Aram. The Arameans defeated him and took many of his people as prisoners and brought them to Damascus. He was also given into the hands of the king of Israel, who inflicted heavy casualties on him. In one day, Pekah, son of Ramaliah, killed a hundred and twenty thousand soldiers in Judah because Judah had forsaken the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Zikri, an Ephraimite warrior, killed Maasaiah, the king's son, Azrakam, the officer in charge of the palace, and Alkanah, second to the king. The men of Israel took captive from their fellow Israelites who were from Judah 200,000 wives, sons, and daughters. They also took a great deal of plunder, which they carried back to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord named Oded was there, and he went out to meet the army when it returned to Samaria. He said to them, Because the Lord, the God of your ancestors, was angry with Judah, he gave them into your hand. But you have slaughtered them in a rage that reaches to heaven. And now you intend to make the men and women of Judah and Jerusalem your slaves? But aren't you also guilty of sin against the Lord your God? Now listen to me, Send back your fellow Israelites you have taken as prisoners, for the Lord's fierce anger rests on you. Then some of the leaders in Ephraim, Azariah, son of Jehohanan, Barakiah, son of Meshalamoth, Jehizkiah, son of Shalom, and Amasa, son of Hadlai, confronted those who were arriving from the war. You must not bring those prisoners here, they said, or we will be guilty before the Lord." Do you intend to add to our sin and guilt? For our guilt is already great, and his fierce anger rests on Israel. So the soldiers gave up the prisoners and plunder in the presence of the officials and all the assembly. The men designated by name took the prisoners, and from the plunder they clothed all who were naked. They provided them with clothes and sandals, food and drink, and healing balm. All those who were weak they put on donkeys. So they took them back to their fellow Israelites at Jericho, the city of Palms, and returned to Samaria. At that time, King Ahaz sent to the kings of Assyria for help. The Edomites had again come and attacked Judah and carried away prisoners, while the Philistines had raided towns in the foothills and in the Negev of Judah. They captured and occupied Beth Shemesh, Ai-Jalan, and Gedaroth, as well as Soko, Timnah, and Gimzo, with their surrounding villages. The Lord had humbled Judah because of Ahaz, king of Israel, for he had promoted wickedness in Judah and had been most unfaithful to the Lord. Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, came to him, but he gave him trouble instead of help. Ahaz took some of the things from the temple of the Lord and from the royal palace and from the officials and presented them to the king of Assyria, but that did not help him. In his time of trouble, King Ahaz became even more unfaithful to the Lord. He offered sacrifices to the gods of Damascus who had defeated him, for he thought, Since the gods of the kings of Aram have helped them, I will sacrifice to them so they will help me. But they were his downfall and the downfall of all Israel. Ahaz gathered together the furnishings from the temple of God and cut them in pieces. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple and set up altars at every street corner in Jerusalem. In every town in Judah, he built high places to burn sacrifices to other gods and aroused the anger of the Lord, the God of his ancestors. The other events of his reign and all his ways, from beginning to end, are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Ahaz rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of Jerusalem but he was not placed in the tombs of the king of Israel, and Hezekiah, his son, succeeded him as king. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So let's talk about King Ahaz for just a moment. So chapter 28 starts out by telling us that King Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. Unlike David, his father, He did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. So he started things out by doing things that were wrong. He ignored the ways of the Lord. Now, this is why this is so important to me, because let's jump down to verse 22 of chapter 28. It says, in his time of trouble, King Ahaz became even more unfaithful to the Lord. There's a really simple equation that I want you to understand. The amount that you honor God while things are good and easy will only indicate what will happen when things become difficult. Those who refuse to honor God in the easy times will never honor him in the difficult times. In fact, much like King Ahaz, in times of trouble, you'll only become even more unfaithful to the Lord. It's not like pressure and frustration and circumstance causes you to honor God more. Now, you might be thinking that when people go through difficult times, they're forced to pray to God, which draws them close to Him. But let me just tell you, there's a big difference between praying to God and honoring Him. Everybody can pray to God. In fact, when people go through difficult times, it's usually the most obvious time where they turn and pray to God. But the problem is, they have not yet honored him. In fact, it's all too easy to pray to God for an answer or a solution, which then makes God your genie in your bottle. You can pray to him when you need something or when you want something. But that's not honoring to the holy, living, awesome God that we serve. And So what happens? When we look for answers because things are difficult for us and we don't get them after praying to God... It causes our hearts to become even more hardened and we turn farther away from the Lord. The only way to truly honor God when things are difficult is to start when things are going great. So let me ask you, what does it look like for you to honor God today? I'm not talking you read the Word or you listened to me read it or you did a devotional or you prayed. Those are good practices, but what does it look like for you to truly honor God? So I've been now reading these verses for over 250 days this year. And I have to tell you one of the practices that I've done to help me get in the right spot to truly honor God. It starts with me closing my eyes, turning my palms upward as if to say, God, there's nothing in my hands, and then meditating on the goodness of God and realizing that my life only belongs to Him. Without Him, I'm nothing. In fact, without Him, I bring nothing of worth to this world. And then, once I've emptied my own heart and mind of any pride and arrogance, I begin to tell God who I know Him to be, the awesome, loving God seated on the throne who holds all things in His hands. I begin to recognize and explain out loud to myself, That I serve the living God who is worthy of all praise and honor and glory. And then I begin to admit my dependency on Him. You see what I'm doing when I do these things? Is I'm putting God first. I'm making sure that my mind and my heart, my soul and my attitude all fall into an alignment that says, There is nobody like our God. He is worthy of all praise and honor and glory. My life, every breath that I take, every ounce of my being is only for his glory. And as I meditate on that, and as I focus on that, I begin to align my heart with his. And I ask God, God, use me any way you want. That you would take your words that you've already spoken, and you would place them in me and say something through me. And then, I just allow God to do whatever he wants in me. You see, if I can do that in the regular daily moments where things are good, when I'm doing something that I value and that I know is good, if I could do it in those moments, then chances are I will have an easier time doing it when the difficulties come. I'm making it my habit. I'm making it my way of life. So that when those difficulties come, I won't be like King Ahaz who became even more unfaithful to the Lord in his time of trouble. Instead, I am training myself to have a heart like David's who had the desire to honor God even when he was wrong. And that, my friends, is what it looks like to honor God at all times. So I pray you find the practices and the habits that will align you with the living God always. That's all the time we have for today. I love you and God bless.